Welcome to Come Follow Me On The Go. My name is Kylie and this podcast is designed for families and children that are in the car and on the go. In each podcast episode, I will be sharing brief stories from the Come Follow Me lesson plans. I will also provide questions that families can pause the podcast and discuss and chat and grow closer together as a family unit and closer to Christ while they are in the car and on the go. Welcome everybody. This week's stories are going to be shared for the Come Follow Me lessons for June 26th through July 2nd. Our first story is going to take place in John chapter 20 verses 19 through 21. Our story takes place and it's the first day of Christ's resurrection and all of his apostles have not seen him yet. There's been some people that have had the opportunity to see Christ resurrected and alive again, but his apostles have not been able to see him yet. They've heard people have, they've heard the great news, but they personally have not seen the resurrected Christ. Now, all of the apostles have gathered together in a home and they've locked the doors. It's actually 11 of his apostles have gathered together and locked themselves in because they are fearing the angry mob that has formed since Christ was crucified. So they're in a home, the doors are locked, and all of a sudden Christ appears in the middle of them. And he says unto them, peace be unto you. And it is this point that he shows them his hands and his sides and the wounds that are there. And when the disciples saw that it was Christ, they were glad to see him. They were happy. And then Christ said to them again, peace be unto you. So my question to you today for your families to discuss is what can we learn from the knowledge that Christ can enter in a room or in our lives even though the door is locked? What could that symbolize and why is it significant to us to know that? All right, the next story I would like to share comes from Luke 24 verses 13 through 35. This story begins with two of Christ's disciples walking to a town called Emmaus. Now remember, the word disciple just means they were a follower of Christ. They were not one of the 12 disciples. They were just a follower of Christ for the last few years of his ministry. So this walk to the town Emmaus was roughly seven miles from Jerusalem. So this would take them about two hours to complete. So while these disciples were walking for these hours, they discussed all that had happened over the last few years of Christ's ministry, his crucifixion, his resurrection. Now they had not seen him yet after his resurrection, but they had been starting to hear that people had had the opportunity to see him. While they were chatting, the scriptures teach us that a man drew near them, and this man was Christ. So a man walked up to them and he asked them, what are you guys talking about? Now, the interesting thing about this story is they could not recognize him. The scriptures say that their eyes were holden, which just means that their eyes were bound. Heaven didn't let them recognize that it was Christ that was actually walking with them. So as they walked, they talked, and Christ asked them, why are you guys so sad? And they asked him, are you not from around here? Like, let us fill you in on everything that has happened. There was this man, and he did all these miracles, and... We thought he was like the one we've been waiting for. And then they crucified him and he's supposed to come back. And 
we haven't seen him yet. So they explained why they're sad to Christ. And they're coming up to their journey's end and the road is forking. So Christ pretends like he's going to walk the opposite way. He's not going to go into Emmaus. And these two disciples say, it's getting late. Like, come home with us and eat with us and spend the night and start the rest of your journey tomorrow. So Christ decides, okay, I'll go to your home. And they all sit down and Christ breaks bread and he blesses it. And when he broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, their eyes were opened. The scriptures teach us. And they were able to see him for who he truly was. They saw that it was Christ. They had been walking with Christ for these two hours and telling him all about himself. And then now they realize he's with them and he's eating with them. But right as he breaks the bread, he actually vanishes out of their sight. He just disappears miraculously. Now, these disciples were in complete shock at the events of the day. But the scriptures teach us that they looked at each other and they said, wait, didn't our hearts burn within us when he talked and shared the scriptures with us? Our hearts were on fire when he spoke. So here is my question for you guys to discuss. What do you think heaven was trying to teach the disciples by not allowing them to visually see Christ in front of them, but being able to have a burning heart when he was teaching truths? Why why was it important for them to not be able to see Christ, but then reflect once they realized on who it was, on how they felt? Okay, our last story for this week's podcast will come from Matthew chapters 28 and John 21. So we're going to start with 11 of the disciples are on the Mount of Galilee. And it is here where Christ visits them and he commands the disciples to teach and baptize to all nations. So he's asking them to do missionary work and to spread the knowledge that Christ has come to the earth and that the true priesthood is on the earth again. Now, possibly the very same day or the following day, Peter said to some of the disciples that he was going to go fishing. The others decided that they were going to join him. And the scriptures teach us that straightway they went and they got in the boats and they headed out to sea. They fished all night and they caught nothing. Their nets were completely empty. Now, in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore and he called out to his disciples and he said, Children, have ye any meat? Meaning, do you guys have any fish? The disciples at this time did not know who was calling out to them, but they answered that no, they indeed had not caught any fish all night long. Zero fish. The disciples then were told by Christ to cast their nets on the right side of the boat, and lo lo and behold, their nets were so full that they could not bring it up. There were so many fish, it was too heavy, they couldn't lift the net out of the water. It's at this point that the the disciples realized that it was Christ who stood on the shore. And Peter was so excited. It said he threw off his coat and he jumped into the sea and he swam all the way to shore. Now, the rest of the disciples decided that they would instead row the boat to shore. Now, one of the favorite parts 
about this story to me is that Peter arrived on shore to find that Christ had a hot fire going with fish and bread ready to eat. It just makes me so happy inside. It makes me think of going home or going to grandma's house and they always have like hot cookies ready for me to eat. It's just welcoming and loving and that is just how Christ was. Instead of being grumpy at them because they weren't out doing missionary work, he made them their favorite thing. So a fun little question for you guys to think about right now is if you were to see Christ today, what food would he have prepared for you to eat when he saw you? Okay, let's jump back in. The story continues to tell us that the net had actually 153 fish in it. So when the disciples got to shore, we find out that there was 153 fish in the net and that it did not break despite the really heavy load that it carried. Now I have a lot of questions about this story, but I'm sure you have even more. One that I would really like for you guys to think about is... Why do you think it was important for us to know how heavy the net was and it didn't break? Why why do we need to know that and how can we apply it in our lives? All right, that is a wrap for this week's Come Follow Me on the Go. I hope your families were able to enjoy the scripture stories and have good discussions while you were in the car and on the go. Until next time.